You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the Sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. Carolina looks to extend its undefeated 2021 year versus heavyweights and a deep-ass bench that is Florida State. More importantly, we've got to talk college basketball on the women's side as they drop another one at home, this time to Virginia Tech. And now the effort to get back on track is quickly, you know, a big deal. <laughs> it's getting real out here in these streets. Finally, we have a new coach in the NFL. Falcons decided to bring a former Tar Heel on its leadership side, and we're going to talk about that all on today's show. Now, happy weekend as we gear up for today's game. The Tar Heels play their fourth ACC road game of the season when they travel to Tallahassee today, January 16th, to play the Seminoles. Carolina has won three in a row and is 8-4 and four overall, 3-2 three, two, three and two in the ACC. UNC is 1-2 in ACC road games this season by winning, two, by winning by two points at Miami and losing by three at NC State and five at Georgia Tech. Carolina is coming off a big win against Syracuse, solidifying how this team is turning things around. More importantly, finally getting some offensive rhythm. Despite the fact that it wasn't a great offensive night, it's still... There were some bright spots. We can give them that. Baby steps, right? The Tar Heels grabbed a season-high 24 offensive rebounds and scored 24 second-chance points in the in the win. So that's why I say Carolina starting to get back to their old self again, starting to be more dominant and continue their dominance on the boards. Now, Florida State is 6-2, and 2-1 two, two and one in the ACC. The Seminoles beat NC State handedly 105-73 at the Tucker Center on January 13th. That was their first game since a 10-point loss at Clemson on December 29th. So they were feeling like they needed some revenge, and they certainly took it out on the Wolfpack. And I am very much glad that we did not play them in their first game back since their little uh, COVID hiatus, we call it, right? Because I think that would have been just what Carolina received <laughs> had they played them on January 13th. So we'll see how it goes today now that they're nice and settled in. Overall, though, Carolina is 50 and 14 against the Seminoles, including 17 to 7 in Tallahassee. Carolina has won eight of the last 10 games in the series, right? So Coach Roy Williams is 21 and 7 against Florida State, 20 and 7 at Carolina, 1 and 0 at Kansas. The Tar Heels are 8 and 4 under Williams against FSU. I know Coach Leonard Hamilton is certainly trying to even out that score, and they will do their best at today's game. The Seminoles have won the last two games at the Tugger Center, 81-80 in 2019, and a big old whopping beat down at 65-59 a season ago. Now, last season, as I mentioned, UNC led 37-35 with 15-49 left to play, but only made five free throws over the next 10 minutes, falling behind 10 points in that loss. So Carolina is looking to be better at their field through. Mm, let me try that one more time. Free throw percentage, which they have struggled with this year, but gotten better as games have progressed. They're going to have to find some damn offense, and that's, whoo, child, it's going to be ugly. If you shoot 39% from the field goal percentage on the night against a Florida State team, 
yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a long day. Now, my three keys to victory for today's matchup. They've got to set the pace, right, with these offensive rebounds. Carolina currently leads the nation in offensive rebounds per game with 16 and a half, is second in offensive rebound percentage with 41%, and is averaging 18 second chance points per game. So it's one thing to not be able to score off, you know, executing a play. It's one thing to not have a guy who can just run up the floor, drop and shoot a three. We okay, that's not our ministry right now. It's a whole other beast to be able to have second chance points and opportunities. And I attribute a lot of that to our bigs. You know, Amanda Baycott, who I've said has had some incredible grown man games so far this season. Dayron Sharp, who's putting it back and getting the and ones. That's what we need today in the worst way. <laughs> Garrison Brooks being able to kick it out to the Andrew Playtex of the world and the Leaky Blacks of the world. That's going to be what helps Carolina win this game. Number two, Carolina has got to shoot better today. Like I mentioned, 39.7% from the floor against Syracuse, marking the third straight game that the Tar Heels won despite shooting under 40% from the floor. Now, that was cute. <laughs> against Syracuse it was cute against Notre Dame right it was cute against Miami that's not gonna work against a team that scored 105 points and shot 70 percent from the field let's keep it let's keep it real with ourselves (laughs) it's not gonna work they're not just gonna magically have an off night and shoot 30 percent from the field that's just not how it goes right statistically all my mathematician what is it called mathematician I don't know you know that was not my ministry English foreign language all that communications got you math not not my jam. But anywho, I was not a mathlete. Say that. You could put the numbers up and say Carolina's gonna have to figure it out somehow, some way. Unless they're gonna be these defensive gurus, which is my number three key to victory today, they're gonna have to have the defense of their life to stop Raekwon Evans, who scored a career high 24 points against NC State, while MJ Walker added 19 and again fit 70% on the day when they played NC State. I don't know that they'll shoot at the gym quite like that because they were raining threes, but it ain't going to be, you know, a huge dip off, especially when you want to beat a blue blood. I feel as though Florida State kind of still carries this chip of people don't respect us as, you know, one of these big timers in the ACC when it comes to basketball, right? We're known for being a football school, but I don't know, being ACC champion certainly helps your case. Having Leonard Hamilton with a bench where everybody is just balling almost every single game, that helps. But why not continue to impose your will on Blue Bloods? That's what they're going to do today. They're going to make sure you know that this is a new era for college basketball, and especially in our conference. They're going to know, let you know that the Dukes and the Carolinas and the NC States and the Wake Forests of the world, that was cool and cute for a while, but it's a new day. Okay, so I need Carolina to step up somehow, some way, get them offensive rebounds, but you got to score. <laughs> and that's been our biggest Achilles heel, all pun intended, all year. So it could get ugly. I'm just going to keep it a whole buck with y'all. It could get real ugly today. I'm trying my best to stay positive. I know Carolina knows how to go on runs. I know how they had to, they know how to cut runs. They know how to be confident in themselves and not let the league get too crazy. They don't know how to battle back from large deficits, 16 and 15 points we saw at the beginning of the season. I'm just not sure that we see that today. I'm going to keep it a whole lot with y'all. I just don't know that we see that today. I'm hoping I'll be surprised. I can't wait to talk to you about it tomorrow about how great they came back and won. But 
I'm not feeling good about it. I can't even lie to you, right? <laughs> cool. Now, if you are choosing to bet on today's game, I would honestly go with the under. I only say that because I don't know if Carolina puts up more than 60 points today. Now, will Florida State put up 85? That all depends on Carolina's defense. The over-under for betonline.ag is about 143, right? So I don't know that Carolina puts up 70 against this Florida State team, but I don't know that they're going to, I don't know that Florida State's going to blow them out necessarily. It depends. Depends on how Leaky Black and company step up defensively. So that's my, if you're going to do it, bet the under today, right? But there's only one place that has you covered if you decide to bet, and one place that I trust, and that's betonline.ag. you got to sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag that uses promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, and you got to get on get in on the action. Promo code locked on. Got 50% welcome bonus to greet you, right, with your first deposit. Now, bet online, your online export, mm, your online sportsbook experts, because they hold it down for us, right? Cool. Now, 2020 is thankfully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling at Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. Now, UNC women's basketball drops another one at home, this time to Virginia Tech, and now the effort to get back on track is quickly getting real out here in these streets. After winning its first seven home games of the season, the UNC women's basketball team dropped its second straight at Carmichael Thursday evening, following 66-54 to Virginia Tech in that ACC matchup, despite the fact that Deja Kelly put up 15 points to lead three Tar Heels in double figures. Now, in the loss against the Hokies, Carolina equaled a season low in scoring 54 points and established a new season low with 35 rebounds, getting beaten on the boards for the first time in this year's 11 games. So I don't know what's going on over there in Chapel Hill, but the scoring bug has not (laughs) been attached to either team. Can't find a basket for whatever reason. But thankfully, the guys are still being able to compete on the boards and get these second-chance opportunities and squeaking by with some of these wins that had they played better teams, it might not be the same outcome. We might be talking about Carolina men's team with losses as well. When it comes to the women, though, the Virginia Tech, which broke a four-game losing streak, improved to 7-4 and four overall in 2-4 ACC play. They grabbed 50 rebounds, a high for a UNC opponent this year. Now looking to get back on track, 69-59 home court loss to Miami on Sunday. They were trying to just battle back, get back into their groove of winning at home. The Tar Heels opened with a 4-0 run, but saw Virginia Tech go on a 10-0 tear of its own. Carolina tied the game at 10 on a three-pointer by Petra Holsinska. You know I love to say your name wrong every time, and I Forgive me, forgive me. But it was Virginia Tech for the rest of the way, despite the fact that Tar Heel freshman Kennedy Todd Williams nailed a three to tie the game at 15-50 heading into the second quarter. Now, in the loss to the Hokies, Carolina equaled a season low, scoring with 54 points. But we're hoping that the girls just figure it out as they travel to Syracuse to play previously postponed game against the Orange. So if you take anything from the men's team, right? 
We know that the Orange are great and good, but they're beatable. You've got to score the points. You've got to be able to create the offense. You have to execute and stay on it. You have to get those rebounds consistently. You have to stay in the game. Do not give your opponent any type of inkling that they can run and get busy and go on a sprint in a marathon. You just got to tighten up. So I'm going to need my girls to get on it because we're all trying to be on the same page here for Carolina basketball, right? We want win after win after win. I want to talk about both sides dominating on all fronts, firing from all cylinders. So that's the whole gist of it. Okay, the game that was supposed to be played on December 31st, now set for Tuesday at noon. So we'll keep y'all posted on that. Again, women's basketball playing Syracuse on Tuesday at noon. Cool. So we got that down pat, right? So if you're traveling, though, oh, I got forgot one more thing for you. Schedule update. When it comes to the Tar Heels, we know everything's going crazy for women's basketball team. They travel to Pitt um, to play Pittsburgh on Valentine's Day to rebook a game that was originally set for January 3rd. UNC's opening on that day occurred after Virginia announced Thursday that it canceled the rest of its 2020-2021 season, which is wild. You know, the Tar Heels have been scheduled to play the Cavaliers in Charlottesville on January 21st and to host UVA on February 14th. So UVA is out. Duke is out. That's two staple universities. That's, you know, some of the cornerstones of college basketball. Very, you know, sad to see them shut down their seasons. But I understand when you have four or five games, five to six games, seven to eight games, you're not playing. It gets hard to get in the mode of wanting a season, of trying to stay healthy, of trying to stay invested mentally, physically, all of that. So to say that I don't see that happening more <laughs> is, you know, lying to only myself. I think if they get into like the end, the mid-February, March range, nobody's going to really shut it down because I mean, what's the point? Unless you know that your team is probably not going to do well in your conference tournament or you know that your team is, doesn't have a chance of making an NCAA tournament and you're not really trying to play an NIT or a CIT uh, version. So I think that's the only reasoning I would say if teams get in deep into the season, they don't decide to keep going. Carolina better figure it out now. <laughs> I would hate for the women's team to shut down their season because they're not playing well. So hopefully they get back on track. We feel like we have a shot at the ACC title. We can just keep rolling, right? Now, speaking of keep rolling, as you're thinking about taking that trip maybe to Syracuse, you think about taking this trip today to Tallahassee, you're in the car listening to this podcast as we speak. I hope that you think about your car parts and things that you need from rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate best of all prices at rockauto.com are usually reliably low and the same price for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much just for the same parts. You got to head to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on on how did they hear about us? How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's Big in- Mm, by Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast. 
Draft guru Chad Ford has his first big board of the year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mosley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever you get podcasts. Now, Atlanta Falcons have selected a former Tar Heel to be their head coach. Atlanta has selected, I don't know, have you, I don't know if you heard this name before, Arthur. It's kind of it's kind of a thing down there in the ATL, right? Arthur Smith, though, has been with the Titans since 2011 and has served under four different head coaches, and he is looking to be the next, and not even looking, he will be the next head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. Smith graduated from North Carolina where he played offensive line and later joined the Tar Heels coaching staff as a graduate assistant in 2006 working with the O-line. Now, Smith has been the Titans with the Titans since 2011 and served under four different coaches, including positions of Titans coach, offensive line assistant, offensive quality control coach, and defensive quality control coach. Okay? Prior to joining the Titans, Smith spent two years as a defensive quality control mm, yep that's it quality control coach for the Washington football team from 2007 to 2008 serving on legendary coach Joe Gibbs staff in addition to his coaching role he's also worked as a college scouting assistant in Washington so he is someone who clearly is a man of many talents the Falcons have had their eye on him apparently I thought that Eric Bieniemy was a top candidate for the Falcons job but you know color me surprised and here here we are you know I'm gonna always support a Tar Heel doing big things and we go from there right now will he do get a good job do a good job he will only if he has a new quarterback Matt Ryan is cool but I don't know if he's his future he can he could be but also, there's this guy named Justin Fields that I think you should go ahead and throw in the mix so he can learn from Matt Ryan for a year. That way we can go on the right transition. But that's just me. My personal opinion, I think Matt has done a lot. But, I mean, ooh, it's getting ugly over there. He can also, Arthur Smith, help that offensive line who is tragic. Mm, it's also ugly. <laughs> but Falcons are certainly to get back in that NFC conversation, get back on top, and we'll see if Arthur can hold it down for us. So make sure you guys support in so many ways. Again, always supporting the Carolina family as best we can. That's all I got for you guys today. Again, to recap, let's go back. We've got a Florida State game to play today. Three keys to victory. Right, Florida State, it's got to, they got to, we've got to set the pace when it comes to offensive rebounds. Carolina leads the nation in offensive rebounds per game, is the second in offensive rebound percentage, and is averaging 18 second chance points per game. Number two, we got to shoot better today. UNC shot 39% from the floor against Syracuse, marking the third straight game the Tar Heels won despite shooting under 40% from the floor. So call it whatever you want. I'm telling you right now, ain't no way in hell Carolina is winning this game if they shoot 39% on the day. They have to at least shoot 50%, at least. And that's bare minimum in my eyes from what Carolina standard is, right? Shoot 50% or we're going to have to have a conversation. Number three, defense has to step up. They have to stop Raekwon Evans. They have to stop MJ, MJ Walker and company. They cannot let them get hot. Roy, I know you don't like using your timeouts, but today might go ahead and be the day because we do not want the Seminoles to get busy and go on runs. I don't feel like Carolina can counter that. <laughs> they cannot come back with like, oh, 
Florida State went on a 17-0 run. Carolina, here comes Carolina with a 12-0 run or 12-2 run. Mm-mm, that ain't how this is going to go. So let's go ahead and nip this right under the bud right today at noon. Make sure you guys tune in for that. I'm looking forward to that. Make sure you come back for the recap episode. We'll talk about our three keys, how Carolina did break down the game, give a recap, what it means for the team moving forward. Can they still be undefeated? Can they turn it back around? All those things will be answered on Monday's show. Look forward to talking to you guys then. Stay smart and safe out there. Make sure you guys wash your hands. (laughs) Please wear your mask. Stay bundled up out here. All that good stuff. And as always, we love to say it's a great day to be a Tar Heel and go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.